This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Sean, Jay, Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. You got socks on today, Key? You got shoes? Are you? No. No. You know, I used to get, I used to get pedicures when I lived out in L.A. for those six years because you got you to gotta keep your feet looking right. Got to be Key, right. Key, I haven't had my feet looking right since I left L.A. My feet. I just let feet, it go. The bottom of my feet so smooth, man, I'm sliding off my sheets. Tickles when they do that, when they do the death. Hey, yo! They, you, 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 you get that dead skin that, off though, the Max. bottom. Huh? You didn't even catch that. Yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> you... <laughs> so, right, so, 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 uh, to point out how. I said, no, I don't. Should it be, no, I do not? Which one should it be? Either one. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure. <laughs> you know, just want to make sure, English major, you know? I was a history major, no, and they're both I'm, I'm correct. Just, I'm just saying because I was going to say, who said that? <laughs> who, who said it was wrong? <laughs> who said I couldn't say it that way? You really want to know the moment at which something became codified, right, and yes. considered correct. Yeah. Don't, do not. All, like. <laughs> Don't and do not are both correct. No, the but apostrophe <laughs> takes the place. <laughs> Oh, God. But is it correct? To... All right. I brought this up uh, last segment. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into it now. KJM presented by Progressive Insurance. So the Giants signed Daniel Jones. The average annual value of the contract is what you predicted it would be, Key. Low 40s. Um, average, but yeah. the actual uh, guarantee was lower than I thought it would be. I want to say it was 80-something million, 83 million. Pretty good. I, I don't. It was a month ago, man. I don't even remember. Daniel Jones had the highest QBR in football, starting the last month of the season. Right, like from the from the last month of the season on, had the highest QBR in football. <laughs> Did everything right to win games. Wound up winning a playoff game on an undermanned team, and has a below, well below top of the market contract and a modest guarantee for a quarterback. It's not a bad deal for the Giants, but quarterbacks get paid and the actual best player on the team is Saquon Barkley if Saquon Barkley could really throw the football the Giants would have their you know max contract franchise quarterback but he can't he's a running back and he's you know they use him a lot and he has been hurt and no one pays the running back so the Giants have a certain number in mind it's different than Saquon's number Saquon's trying to be reasonable. Look, I don't need to get paid at the top of the market. I want something fair. He doesn't feel the Giants put their best foot forward, obviously. He will not sign the franchise tag. They franchised him. Nor should he. And he's not going to sign the franchise tag before the Giants offseason program starts. Nor should he. 
You want to hear what Shefty had to say about it? Sure. It's from the 6 o'clock Sports Center last night. There is a contract standoff here in New Jersey. The two sides are not close to an agreement. And with Saquon Barkley unwilling to sign that franchise tender right now, that means he can't participate in the offseason program that gets underway on Monday. Daniel Jones can be there because Daniel Jones, the quarterback, signed in lucrative offseason contract extension. But there's no deal for Saquon Barkley. There's no deal close to happening for Saquon Barkley. And as long as that's the case, and as long as he's unwilling to sign that franchise tender, he cannot attend the offseason program, which I'm sure is just fine by him. The two sides will have until July 15th to work out a long-term deal. We'll see if they can do it, but you won't be seeing Saquon Barkley in New York anytime soon. So, Guy, it seems to me that much as I'm telling everyone, look, the reason the Rodgers trade hasn't happened yet is because if you're the Packers, you know we're not going to get the Jets' best and final offer till right until right before the draft. Then we'll know that's the best offer they're going to make. Well, but at that point, you make a deal. Saquon's leverage is never going to be higher than it's about to be, right, with the Giants because the Giants won a playoff game. They made improvements in the offseason. Saquon is the engine of the offense. They're going to want him ready to go this season. So right now is his leverage to work something out. He can't sign the tag, right? Can't do it. No, no you know, he, why would he sign? Because if he signs the tag, then that's the number that he plays under. Mm-hmm. Why, why, would he, why would he do that? You know, that, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Not, not only that, when you talk about these contracts and these negotiations, Max, it's just not about the money. It's about the structure of the deal. What's in the deal? Well, how, how are you paying me out? Is it present value? Are you giving me most of my money in the first year and a half? Or are you trying to string me out? Are you paying me less money here? Or do you have clauses in there? Is there forfeiture language in there that if I decide that I want to uh, go on a snowmobile and, and if I got hurt, this voids out? I mean, there's all sorts of stuff in these negotiations that are never really talked about. The only thing that's talked about is the number, the total number. But there's a lot of details in these contracts that players don't want. And they try to get them removed. You know, maybe he wants voidable year. Maybe he wants a no franchise tag after two years. We just don't know. And so I think, again, it's the offseason. First of all, no player in the National Football League wants to be in offseason conditioning. Why would you? You could do this at home. You could do this at your local gym and be around your family. Uh, where you come from and not the city you play in if you choose to do so. And so when you look at it, he's not missing any time. The first time that he'll touch the football field or any player such a football field where it means something will be in September. So they got time. This is not like last year when they were installing a new system and he needed to understand the run fits and the run game and the blocking and the protections. This is not that. He's going into a second year of the same system. So he's on repeat mode. I'm fine with whatever he's doing right now. Did the Giants make the right choice giving Daniel Jones the contract and franchising Saquon, do you think? Um, Okay, so the way that I look at it, there's two deals. One for Daniel Jones, one for Saquon Barkley. They They were trying to get a deal done with Saquon Barkley early on if they wanted to franchise Daniel Jones. It didn't happen. So those two deals are on a, a, a conveyor belt. They're just going around and around and around. It's like a merry-go-round. Somebody eventually is going to stop. Who's going to grab it? 
then it's going to start back up again. Daniel Jones grabbed it, and it kept rolling, and then they said, well, we're going to franchise tag Saquon Barkley. If Saquon Barkley would have grabbed it, then they would have franchised Daniel Jones. That is the way it always is when you have two players that they want to keep that are coming up at the same time. And I'll say this if I'm Saquon, right, from Saquon's point of view. Look, the quarterback gets paid a lot different than the running back, much differently than the running back. Running backs get jobbed by the whole system because they get used up on their first contract. And then, you know, your real guarantee is based on the horizons that they forecast for you. How much longer can he do this at this level? Because then they can divvy up the guarantee over that many years and it it helps the salary cap, right? Um, If they don't think you have a lot of good years left in you, they're not going to give you the huge guarantee. So that's the reality of the situation. But he, if I'm Saquon, and he sent out a tweet, happy for Daniel Jones, that's his dude, he's so happy, he got his contract, congratulating him, it's the right thing to do. I'm sure he feels (laughs) that way. But at the same time, just imagine being him. Saquon Barkley was the guy most responsible for the success that the Giants had. If you had to just pick one player, okay? He all and not the Daniel, Daniel Jones played excellently. I was very happy with Daniel, but Saquon and Saquon Barkley is also a better player than Daniel Jones in for his position. He's a better running back than Daniel Jones is a quarterback. He ranks higher among all running backs in the league than Daniel Jones does among the quarterbacks. So imagine being Saquon and you see that's your dude. You 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 two work great together the whole thing and you know he's a quarterback. But damn, he just got 80 something million guaranteed over the next couple seasons, and you're there going, am I going to play for 10, or can I get a few more dollars out of these guys? Well, he's going to get a few more dollars out of them, and because 10 is only the tag number. That, that's not what they offered him. You know, and so that number's are, the, the, the average is already above the 10. It's already above that. And, and so for him and them, they've got to come to some sort of agreement on the structure of the deal along with the increase in the average salary as well as the money that he's going to see in the first several years of the deal. It's not a, it's not a difficult deal to do. And I bet you they're not far apart. Ooh, look at these they're not far apart. They just – it's some stuff in there. You know, there's some injury protections in, his, in, in the offer, I'm sure, because he's been hurt. He doesn't probably want the injury protections in there. And if there's injury protections in there, they want to minimize them. And he and the Giants want to increase them. I mean, all of those sort of little things are in these deals, man. It's not as simple as, you know, I need Christian McCaffrey money or I want Zeke money. And the Giants are sitting there saying, okay, we'll give you that, but we want this, 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 and this. And him and his representative saying, no, 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 no. You know something else about Saquon Key? I know mm-hmm. this is an oversimplification, but if I say left tackle, you usually think pass protection. If I say right tackle, you usually think, you know, you associate it with a lot of stuff, but run blocking, right? Not, I understand it's not that simple, but the tackle position is a skills position. Usually the guy doesn't come right out of college and he's all pro. Usually it takes a year or two for them to really learn left tackle, right tackle, especially left tackle, you know, to, to be the best version of themselves. Andrew Thomas, who they drafted fourth overall, right, is an all-pro level left tackle. Now, did not start out that way. Evan Neal, who they drafted high up this past season as a rookie right tackle, they moved him because they have Thomas, is, you know, that's really where you think about run blocking more. 
did not have a great season because he's a rookie. He was a turnstile sometimes. But he's the type of dude with high upside. And a lot of times in year two, the tackle makes a real step forward. Saquon did all of that last year without behind an offensive line that was not great. It was better than it had been, but not great. Evan Neal takes another step forward because by the end of the season, Saquon was pretty beat up. Evan Neal takes another step forward. Saquon looks next year consistent all the way through the season like, like he did early and middle of last season. Man, the things he can do. He could, but, but the Giants know they may never have to really pay for it. It's the nature of the position. Hopefully they get something done. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max coming to you live from the seaport brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. What's Aaron Rodgers worth right now? <laughs> you still talking about him? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're about to be talking about him a lot when the Jets, you know, take him from the Packers. But some people are suggesting the Jets should give up the 13th overall pick in the draft for Rodgers. Not a chance. Not going to happen. He doesn't believe that's the case. What do I think? What do you think? 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. Would you trade the 13th pick in the draft for Aaron Rodgers? KJM. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance and joined now by a man who has witnessed quite a back and forth between oh, yeah. Rob Ninkovich and me really yesterday. Got hot. Yes. Oh, yeah. Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter. You guys cared. Rob was trying to tell me that the Packers have all the leverage, and I'm like, what do you. Once Rodgers said that he wanted to go to the Jets, that somehow again. gave the Packers leverage. I'm like, what are you talking Anyway. Jeff, I, I hear, I understand that you overheard our, um, or you were listening when we were arguing about, or somehow. I was just brought into this mess. People were yelling at me about putting on chapstick. Apparently, I need to be putting on lip balm, not chapstick. No, no, I think it's the other way around. Chapstick's okay. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference between lip balm and chapstick? Not really. Yes, it, absolutely. Is, absolutely. There is. Absolutely. I, isn't absolutely. lip balm? One, like, you know, for, one comes out in a tube and is a little more spreadable. And but it, isn't it, that, it's, I mean, I don't mean this in like a. Isn't like is lip balm generally used by women? No. Hmm. Isn't no. it glossy? Like, yeah, but that's okay. No, you don't that's, have to that's apply. Lip gloss. You don't have to. You don't have to apply 
a massive amount. But but, but what do I am you a use? What do lip you use applier? lip balm for? What is your purpose? When I use chapstick, it is because the wind has chapped my lips to the right. point of discomfort. Yeah. What do you use it's lip a thick balm barrier for? Between you. The, the same thing, but also to moisturize the lips. Jeff, I am a a a, a lip balm connoisseur. <laughs> Okay. By the way, I, I so, use both. So I you use just both, like to moisturize chest. your lips. You do have yeah, so wonderful not, lips. So I don't think I've ever looked at Keisha. What? Uh, did you just apply right he, now? He's ne- he's always anytime R and B comes on, he applies. No, I didn't apply. No, that's so good, no, true. Jeff, I didn't apply. It's just that's just you know that's just what it is. And he has a Pavlovian response I mean, to R and B. Look at the way he's smiling. He knows how good his lips look right now. <laughs> hey, stay out of Fort Lauderdale, huh? Keep away from my wife. So stupid. I'm glad you think that, but. No, it, it the, the chapstick thing is just rough. It's not it doesn't doesn't it do creates it. a moisture barrier between you and the elements. Yeah, chapstick yeah. I I I use I've used both, but I use chapstick because in the winters in the northeast this is great radio. you need something heavy duty, man. <laughs> I once bought uh chapstick. Uh, my chaps were my lips were so chapped uh and I couldn't get to a place where it was I was at a sporting I was at the Masters actually and this woman in front of me I could see in her bag she had chapstick and my lips were so chapped that I offered her $20 for a chapstick what as as I did said you give it to, to you? you yeah she did i just hope that you just cut Slice the top, the top off. layer off yes i i hope that you I did, did but I, but i would have i would have been fine not slicing the top yeah. layer off that's how chapped there was my lips an urgent were. need there i would have paid $100 right well speaking of speaking of chap Go ahead, Max. So we were so Nink and I were arguing yesterday because he's like once Rogers says on this just in two yes. PM Eastern handsome host. Um, once you guys were exhausting on this, by the way. Yeah, we were. Once one me in particular. Once the Rogers told said out loud, I want to go to the Jets, That's Nink right. somehow believed that gave the Packers leverage. When I'm like, no, the Packers are not going to let him in the building and ruin Jordan Love. They're not going to pay him $60 million for nothing. No other team's going to make a big offer when they think he doesn't want to be there. He just wants to be the, with the Jets. And so, if anything, it gives the Jets leverage. The reason the deal hasn't happened so far, in my view, is the, the Packers can't be sure that they have the Jets' best offer until, Until right before the draft, they right. know that will be their best and final offer. So they're just waiting because that's the only way to be sure they got the best offer out of the Jets. I, I don't disagree, but I do think the scary part is, like, what actually is the deadline? Is it the night before the draft? Is it when they're on the clock at 13th overall? And if you start to kind of mess with that, if you get too cute with this, that's where things get crazy. That's where things get weird, and that's where things go sideways. I ultimately think cooler heads will prevail on both sides. But it was an interesting exercise to hear you and Nink uh, so adamantly uh, arguing on two sides of things where it's not like your fandom is coming into play. Like, your passion was based on something I don't even really understand. Like, it, <laughs> but but I, I'm, I'm being serious about that because it does suggest— The understanding of leverage, apparently, is very important <laughs> no, but, to both Nink and me. Right, I don't know. <laughs> the understanding of leverage, to, for which both of you took a very— uh, yeah. I mean, this felt like a political debate. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think for me, Jeff, I side with with Max, and I really don't do that a lot. But being being in a situation and having played and traded and understanding how to be traded mm-hmm. and all those sort of things, Max is right. The leverage is with the Jets, because once as a player, I say, I want to go to I, Jeff. I agree. I agree. Okay, I want to go to Jeff. No matter when you send me, I'm going to Jeff. I'm not going. 
to go mess around with something else. Yeah. And once Aaron Rodgers says that, all leverage goes to the Jets. And you say, well, how could that be, Key? Because the Jets are looking uh, – Green Bay wants the 13th pick. Okay, they're not getting the 13th pick. They're not. They're yeah. just not going to get the 13th I, I pick. I do think that if, if – I, I think that was a misstep by Aaron Rodgers. And, and maybe uh, it won't so, matter. How though, Jeff? No, it's a good move because you want to go to a team that doesn't have to give up as much for you. So you have a better shot. You like that, that he that he ultimately said, "I want to go to the Jets." Yeah, it reminded me of yeah, it reminded me of of the NBA. If James Harden says, "I want to go to Brooklyn," Houston hands are tied. No one else is going to step yes. up with a huge package yes. for a disgruntled superstar. And, but and the think Jets about hands it, though, are tied too. No, they're not. How does it no, tie the not. Jets' hands? How? Of course, they How? want Aaron Rodgers. We already know that. Okay, so they're going to get Aaron Rodgers, and the reason they're going to get Aaron Rodgers because everybody in the Jets building is telling you. We're, 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 we're fine. We, Aaron Rodgers is going to play for us. They're already saying it. Right, but it's, if you're the Packers with the commodity, you could hold on and say, no, no, no. It, he, like, he's not. But they can't okay, so then because what are you going to do? Money. What are you going to do? By the you're going to just pay him $60 million to stay home? To sp- and not get any draft compensation? The you're going to cut off your nose to spite me, your face? You're going to pay me $60 million to not. Jeff is trying to get in on Heckle and Jekyll head. here. Yeah, if okay. you exactly right, yeah. if you guys were on the other side of this, I would argue the other side. Like yeah. I, I think that that's the funny part about this. Ultimately, I'm convinced the cooler heads will prevail and the deal will just get done. But again, listening to the two of you passionately argue about it, I was like, wow, maybe both sides do really truly believe that they've got the leverage in this situation, and maybe this does get screwy. I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I, so so here, quick on my own personal. So when I was Jeff, you were probably like in high school at this time. So when I was being traded for the New York Jets, the Jets and Parcells and them called me and my agent. They said, hey, we're, we're going to move him to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I said, man, I'm not going to Green Bay. I'll stay home. I'm not going to Green Bay. They realized because Bill knew me personally. He's like, yeah, he, he probably won't go to Green Bay. <laughs> they came back. They said, well, Baltimore wants to offer us the fourth pick. I said, I'm not going to Baltimore. And Baltimore's That's, not going to give up what it takes to key. get you if you don't want to be there, right? So then, so then I, he said, well, where do you want to go? I said, oh, I'd rather go to Tampa Bay. They worked out a deal with okay. Rich McKay for me to go to Tampa, and the deal was done. That's why I always say when a player says that's where they want to go, they usually get traded to that spot. A good player, yeah. yeah. You're right. Good, Look, he, he, is, I, like, he is going to get traded there. I, I feel pretty confident that that's going to happen. But I do find it interesting that both sides really seem – And what, so what is a fair compensation then? I think if it's a first-rounder, it has to be a future first-rounder, right? Yes. But I don't know if it will tied be. I think, to, it's, I, yeah, I think it I, has I, to right, be yeah, tied yeah. to if he plays beyond twenty twenty. If I'm Green Bay, then though – you start adding a third, and if, they, if whoever, out negoti- whoever out negotiates whom, it's going to be to the tune of an extra fifth-round pick. I don't it's not going to be much. Right. I don't want a future pick in this situation, though. Right. Aaron Rodgers is going to be better for the Jets and make them a better team than they will ever be from this point forward. So that 13th overall pick next year will probably be like the 30th overall pick yeah. because the Jets will be better. How many years out can you trade a pick in the NFL? Several. I don't know if there's like a – but you can go Man, to – I mean, remember the Rams did 2025? Yeah, right. I mean, if I'm, if I'm Green Bay, I might want to see if the Jets would give me a better pick two to three years from now, like some nice picks because Aaron Rodgers ain't going to be so, there probably three years from now. This is what I wonder of what, what happens. I wonder if the Jets are, are ultimately – if they can look for a suitor – with that 13th pick to move to, say, like 20. Intri- or, or, or Jeff, do you think, because this has been playing with my mind over the last several weeks, so to speak, do you think that 
like in basketball, there's a player there at 13 mm -hmm. that Green Bay says take, and then we could talk about that after the fact. Man, that gets dicey though, right? Like what? I mean, that just all of a sudden you're dealing with. I, I like I hear you, Key. I just think that you you start it gets messy, it gets a little bit dicey, and there's no there's no uh, objectivity at that point. But like if you were to trade to down to like 20, you get the extra picks that you wanted. And then you give up that 20th overall well, pick instead of 13. The Giants did. Everyone has. Rivers. Everyone. I've been saying it all along. Do I think the Jets have a little more leverage than anyone? Yes, I do. But it's, all it's fake. basically it's all, all canceled. It's everyone all has a bit of leverage. Yeah. We will find out what the fair deal is right before the draft because yeah. that will be the Jets' best offer. And I guarantee you, I assure you, and, the Packers will take and it. And all of us will move on and nobody will care. Right, right. The only caveat is this Woody Johnson might be foolish enough oh, be to do an end around the GM, Joe Douglas, who's doing a good job of negotiating, just like Jim Dolan did once yeah. upon a time in yeah. order to get Car Carmelo Anthony, yeah. and that would be foolish of him, but it wouldn't be the first time <laughs> he's done hope, something not that I smart. I hope for chaos is what I hope for. You root for chaos. I root for chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter. What about with the weather? Do you root for chaos with the oh weather, too? gosh, Fort Lauderdale getting 25 inches of rain. 25 inches of rain. I was supposed to have Jeff Darlington on this just in, 2 p.m. Eastern, ESPN, but he's got to go. Uh, Major. Got to go robe to his house. Yeah. He knows what's up. He's if Bryce man. Young goes to Carolina, <laughs> should the Texans trade the second overall pick, KJM? Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. KJM ESPN Radio. 
We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Lance Zierlein, co-host of The Bench on mm-hmm. 97.5 in Houston, NFL Network draft analyst. Morning, Lance. What's up, guys? How we doing? Good. Hey, Max. Yo. Yes, sir. Curveball. What's up? Slider. Oh, I see what Curve he's doing. Ball. I see what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, signaling. I see what he's doing. Yeah. Hey, man, how you doing? Good. Are y'all going to, hey, are we going to get another pandemic so your teams can get some bubble championships? <laughs> Let That's me know hard if a to win a championship on the way. Hard to win a, a really a championship against a stacked team <laughs> when they know what's coming. Am I right? Cur- curveball, Lance. Let us hey, throw you a nice what's, curve. What's the Texans' plan? Curves were three. Curves were three hit slaps on the trash can. <laughs> there you go. Get it right. What's the Texans' plan with a number two pick? Honestly, I don't know, but I think it's complicated because uh, you know ultimately they know. I, here's the things you have to factor in. I think the ownership is going to be more potentially have a little heavier hand in some of the decision making. So if that happens, I think they go quarterback at two. And I think they would be willing to take C.J. Stroud. I think they want Bryce Young. They want Bryce Young. Now, you know, they're going to make it sound like they got two and they can't decide which two and they have two equally. I don't think that's the actual thing that's going on there. You know, you want to maintain your leverage. You don't want any team like Carolina using that against you to try to force you up to the number one spot, which I think is still possible. I think the Texans could still get panicked and – and feel like, okay, we've got to have Bryce Young. Let's move up and give them the first pick of the second round, see if they'll take that. Um, because no one else is going to trade with Carolina. So maybe they could get something from Houston for Bryce Young. But if Bryce Young is a first pick for Carolina, then I think it's potentially complicated because I'm not sure that the Texans will just lock in on C.J. Stroud, not if they have a clear number one with Bryce Young. Now, I think the percentages would tell you they would, but because they have – first-round picks next year, multiple picks because of the Sean Watson trade. Because they have a number 12 pick in this year's draft, they have the potential to take the top defensive player on their board, which is a huge need for D'Amico Ryans, and then to take their second pick in the first round, <clears throat> package it with future draft capital, and move up into you know the top five spots for a quarterback as well if they chose to do it. So they still have that ability to do that. I think trading back becomes a little more tricky. But the real decision is going to be how much do they like C.J. Stroud and are they willing to you know, hit reset button with C.J. Stroud? I think the odds are over 50% yes, just so we're clear. But I don't think it's the lock that everyone believes. You know, Lance, you've been covering the NFL draft and doing your, your mock drafts and studying tape. <laughs> you and I sat down and we – Studied a little bit of right. tape together. And, and, and so when you look at it, Davis Mills had a first-round grade by many a year or so ago by many teams in the National mm-hmm. Football League. And now all of a sudden there's this noise that they want to move on from a guy that's never really gotten a full opportunity or chance. Mm-hmm. And, and we talk about D'Amico Ryans, and I was telling the guys here, he's a defensive-minded coach. And when you have a right. defensive-minded coach coming from a situation in San Francisco where he knows that you do not, have to have Aaron Rodgers to get to deep run in the playoffs as well as a Super Bowl, you can do it with pedestrian, so to speak, type quarterbacks that's very serviceable with a solid and sound defense. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tony Dungy loaded up on the defensive side. When you talk about first-time head coaches and Mike Tomlin, drafted defensive players. Defensive-minded coaches like defensive picks early in their careers. Why wouldn't they just go defense? Well, I mean, they could. And, and the point you make is 
the Kyle Shanahan offense, which is where Bobby Slowick, the new offense coordinator, comes from. He was worked with the passing game over there. You know, it's hey, Kyle Shanahan had Matt Schaub throwing for you know over four thousand yards. Schaub had his greatest season ever under Kyle Shanahan in two thousand nine. Kyle Shanahan won an MVP for Matt Ryan. Kyle Shan, well, I mean, you know, he was part of it. Obviously, it was his offense. Kyle Shanahan was the offense coordinator when RG three won, uh, won Rookie of the Year. This he did. You know, he helped get get Jimmy Garoppolo to the uh, uh, to the Super Bowl. He helped Brock Purdy with his, that offense. It is a quarterback friendly offense. Key, you're right about that. And so I think that's a good point. I think you know Davis Mills. To me, I don't know if he's a first rounder. He had 11 starts in his career when he came into the league. Um, has he had the opportunity? No. But he was a third-round pick, and third-round picks don't get the same runway the first-round picks do. And Malik Willis may find that out in Tennessee. So, you know, I think that I think getting the right dude at quarterback can be important for the for the face of a franchise because the Texans are trying to win back fans, and nothing does that more than a than a really top-notch quarterback. But from just a ball standpoint, if we're just talking ball, you can take that passing attack. Maybe Davis Mills in year three with better weapons is a much better quarterback. In fact, odds are he will be a better quarterback in this offense with better weapons. Case Keenum's also with Houston. Um, You know, he could compete for that job as well. If they wanted to kick the can down the road and draft quarterback next year, they could. If they wanted to go Hendon Hooker later in the draft, potentially, they could do that as well. So I don't think it's – the point you made is a good one in that that is one of the forks in the road that could be taken by the Texans. It's not just C.J. Stroud, run the card up, and next, there's a discussion being had right now. I promise you that. Well, th- those were really excellent answers. You were right on the questions. As a matter of fact, we may have to launch an investigation. It's possible that you were tipped. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I don't know if you like got Altuve, the questions in advance I just have from the ability. producers. Yeah, I have ability. You have ability. You have ability. No, Are you I just wearing... have ability. Meantime, I noticed that uh, you're acting as though you're wearing a wire. Somehow Shannon is giving you these he, questions he just, ahead of time. He just doesn't oh, want anyone this thing to notice again. His... Lance doesn't want anyone to notice his tattoo, Max. Oh, is that this right? thing? This thing again. This thing. Lance. Hey, y'all remember when Cody Bellinger me. was MVP? He said it, not me. Yeah, Altuve had to think of some reason why he had to keep. <laughs> hey, his buddy, shirt you had on. that tattoo. You got that tattoo made five years ago. <laughs> Lance Irwin, co-host of the Bench on ninety-seven-five in Houston, NFL Draft Network analyst. Thank you, Lance. All right, Lance. I appreciate it, again. All right, brother. How much? Are you willing to pay? I can't say this on the radio. I'm going to say not? it. How much are you willing to pay for inches? After what? this word from Granger. <clears throat> for the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and, and experience. experience to answer your toughest question. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe. And your people even safer. So simply just call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Yeah, I wish I was a little taller too, Key. I believe, and I don't even know what height I am now because I'm almost 50. So, you know, you start to shrink over time. But I was 5'11 when I stopped growing, right? And a man's supposed to be six feet tall. So I, that always bothered me. Get some platforms. A Minnesota man <laughs> spent 170 G's on painful surgery. What? I can't even talk about this. It, it makes me queasy. It's so nauseating to think about. To grow taller by five inches. What? Well, I mean, if, if, if you want to spend a buck 70, what's the painful surgery, though? Like, what? What, okay. what did they inject in him? Moses Gibson, 41, mm-hmm. spent more than 170000 on two leg lengthening surgeries. Ouch! Oh, so I what, hate the what, thought what, of this. What, what, so, so he was 5'5". Five, five. Okay. He wanted to be more attractive to women. Okay. He's a self-described go-getter. He saved 75 Gs for the surgery over the course of three years, working as a software engineer by day and an Uber driver by night. In order to make the money, I feel so bad for this dude that he feels this way, that he needed the – I mean, I, I get it. If you're a five-foot-five guy, you'd like to so, be taller. I get it. But come on, damn, Max, man. just get to the story because you're getting ready. Oh. You're making me feel sad, and I don't even know the whole story yet. He underwent – this guy, Gibson, underwent the procedure in 2016, which added three inches to his height. So from 5'5", five, five, which is really, as a guy, you're like, okay, I'm unusually short, to 5'8", which is sort of like low side of average range, five, right? 5'5", five, five, but it's the same thing. No, 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 Go it's ahead. not the same, though. To you, it is because you're 6'4". But to most people, if you see a dude who's 5'5", five, five, it's noticeable. That's a really short guy. If you see a dude who's 5'8", he's, he's a short guy, but it's not unusually short. Yeah, but then if he's 5'8", and then somebody said, well, he's between 5'5 five, five and 5'8. Five, I'd be like, oh, okay, that's about right. No, but 5'5, five, five, you're shorter than me. Of you're, about to, you're looking eye to eye with most women. Whereas, if, as a man, if he's 5'8, he's taller than most women. I understand. Okay. All right. okay. All right. During the excruciating surgery, doctors broke Gibson's tibia and fibula bones and screwed magnetic limb lengthening nails into them. Ouch! He now uses a height-lengthening device. I can't, Shannon, I resent the fact that we're doing this story. It's so disturbing. So wait, so wait. He uses a height-lengthening device three times a day in order to pull the cut bone apart a millimeter at a time. I'm going to throw up. So so somebody, so, okay. Yeah. Basically broke the the, the ankle Mm. and stuck some plates in to lengthen. Mm. 
Yeah. Max can't movie? even read it without holding you, you his ever, legs. No dog. doubt. You ever see the movie wait, hold uh, on, Gattaca? Are we, are we talking about just breaking or sawing? I mean, I'm trying to understand. Key, you're doing this on purpose now. No, I'm serious. I swear to God. It's they so broke disturbing. his legs, Key. And put- I understand you're breaking it, but it's not. If you break it, how are you stretching it? The 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 nails and the device allows them to expand and lengthen the length of the leg over time. So he has to do this process three times a day. See, I'm not doing that, though. And I know it hurt because it can't tickle. I, I And he did this because he wanted to be more attractive to women? Mm-hmm. Yep. See, that buck 70, I can find some love for 170000 But not it only feel that, good. you got a lot of short dudes throughout history, some most popular, I don't know what James Dean was or someone like that, but he wasn't tall. I bet you but, he won. He was no. probably not five five, but I bet you he wasn't even five eight or five nine. I Man, bet you shorter of, than that. There's a lot of bad things that can happen that with up. you breaking stuff and doing surgeries. Man, things can get infected and all sorts. Five of foot stuff. eight, James Dean. So he's he really must have been going through or going through some stuff mentally or something like that to feel like that he had to do that to Key. be more attractive. There's a movie called Gattaca, which is the gene sequence, right, about the not-too-distant future, and people can rearrange their DNA, but some people decided to have, you know, to get, be the best versions of themselves. The parents can decide before they're born, select out different traits. But there's this one dude who his parents just did it the old-fashioned way, right? And because of that, he had certain genetic flaws that excluded him from being an astronaut, which is what he wanted to be. So he underwent almost the exact same procedure in Gattaca, which is an excellent movie, by the way. He underwent the same procedure, which was nauseating to watch, but it was because he had a dream of flying into space, the thing he wanted to do with his life. I understand it feels very different when someone has a goal. This is real. But but, but my (laughs) point is when someone has a goal in their life, that's, that feels worthwhile to pursue. I understand going through extreme lengths. What's disturbing to me about this is societal pressure to be yeah. a certain way affecting yeah. a guy because he feels like he, he can't attract women without doing that. To me, that's, I don't know, not well, good enough same, motivation, I guess. No, but that was essentially the same thing that you and I talked about, about the lip fillers and stuff. Trying to, <sighs> to, to, same thing. Because, because you feel that you have to have a certain appearance for society uh, to look a certain way or feel a certain way. And, and doctors, in all honesty, doctors shouldn't even want to do, perform these type of surgeries. 100%. They shouldn't. And I understand that, that you know, it's money and, and they're, they're feeling a need and all that, but that that's just too much for me. Now, Shannon wants to ask a question, yeah. and I imagine, Shannon, uh-huh. I, I'll, I'll answer it ahead of time. Yes. Yes, it's easy for me to say. Because I look the way I do. I understand everything works. <laughs> I know it's easy for me to say. I wasn't always like this. I was an awkward uh, child. Is that go what ahead, that go is? ahead. Right, well, a question for you guys. So as a member of the under six-foot delegation here on KJM, along yep. with Nuno, shout out to Nuno, um, do you guys, Key, for the folks who are over six foot, do you use the half size? Because I tell everybody every day I'm five ten and a half. Like once you get over a certain height, when do you stop using the half? No, when you're I'm, over I'm, six foot, Shan. I've never had that issue. No, but I've you, but Key, you were listed at over six four. You're like six four and a half. Yeah, but right? I never. No, no, six four. Oh, I thought. Yeah, it was I've a never. More. I was six two. I was six one. I've never been like I'm six one and a half. Yeah, they're this not sweating that stuff. This isn't. Max, you know L.A., they don't really know the streets of L.A. This is not living on 
uh, uh, Pico and La Brea and saying I live right outside of Beverly Hills. Yeah, no, yeah. this is not. Adjacent. I'm Beverly Hills adjacent. <laughs> yeah, Beverly Hills adjacent. I'm Beverly no, Hills not, post office. No, yeah. this is not that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm legit 6'4". Yeah. Well, but listen. That's all, but look, man. I feel like you, you got me feeling sad for the individual. Oh, I do. Because that, that is a lot to feel that way, that pressure to want to be taller, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like I said, that 170000 plus that he's going to continue to keep spending, as as Yates was saying, I can go find some attractive women. Plus, like this me. dude motivated as hell. If he has to go get it, go get it in him like that, he doesn't man, really need buy, to. By the man, way, go buy me a whip. I told you this. My late, my, my late great brother Sam used to say about Bushwick Bill, right? Yeah. Remember in my mind's playing tricks on me? He had the nightmare. The, this dude stood about six or seven feet. That's the creep I'd be seeing in my sleep, right? And, yeah. I, and my brother's like, yo, there's a big difference between six and seven feet, right? But to Bushwick Bill, it's just all really tall. You see, like, it depends on your perspective. Yeah, I mean, That's I guess. the point. So now dude's five eight and a half now, right? Five eight and a half. Just leave it alone. Will Zion ever live up to the hype? KJM. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.